When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, welcome to another Michigan Maniacs podcast with your host, Adam Brewer. And uh, before we get anywhere, I want you guys to always go to the Facebook fan page, the Michigan Maniac podcast. There are going to be some things changing, and I'll get to that in the uh, podcast. But I also made a video today, which I will be posting on the fan page, which will go over some of the changes that are happening to this podcast. Uh and of course, once again, we're always going to be talking about Michigan football. Um, but that going forward, let's just, ah, fuck it. Let's screw it. Let's just get into it, okay? Um, so, I have been wrestling with some things of how I was going to continue this podcast. Uh, was I just only going to do recruiting throughout the vast wasteland, which we call the off season? Was I going to try and do basketball, hockey, whatever? What was I going to do to keep this going? I, first of all, when I started this, I really only thought my mother was going to listen. And me. I didn't really think we were going to have such a steamrolling machine at this point. It's for as little as I get publicity or like whatever, notoriety or however it gets out, right? With very little advertising to my name. This has really started to catch on. And I really have to thank you guys for that. You have been amazing. Absolutely amazing to stick with me through all this because I've listened to some of the older podcasts and I was rough. It's not like I'm polished now, but still. Um, I just have to thank you guys so much. So with that, I decided I'm going to join the Patreon. Uh, I'm still going to do the free podcast. So wherever you're listening to me now, you'll always be able to listen to me, but this will always be a, I hope a family friendly one that I can do that'll help get a wider audience and keep pushing it forward. I thought that was just a smart move to do, but uh, I've been getting some messages that some people really dug when I dropped the f bomb. Uh, so how can I how can I disappoint how can I disappoint those people? I love the f word. They love the f word. We all love the f word because we understand how important it is to get your point across. So, with that being said, the monthly f- the free. The absolutely way, how you're listening to it now will always be family friendly, except for one podcast a month. I will do a Michigan Maniacs unfiltered podcast. Thank you very much, Sean, for that name. Uh, I will absolutely do it once a month. So the guys who don't go to the Patreon and start supporting monetarily with, with their own dollars can still get what they are looking for. Um, so I'm going to the Patreon. I have an uh, off-season package for 5 bucks a month, and I also have a beginner maniac package for $2 a month. Uh, I would say go to the video because I, in detail, go over everything about what you'll get. Uh, but that's what I'm going to do. But I promise that 
I will do the best that I can to get better at at basketball and hockey. Um, I'm going to continue to try and do on the free side of this. I want to do at least two podcasts, three podcasts a month where I'll do just base basketball. I mean, and recruiting, um, the Patreon, however, I'm going to hit it up with as much stuff as I can. So it's probably going to be funny to listen to me trip over what hockey's like, some of the basketball stuff. And I mean, I'm telling you, I think we're going to have a pretty exciting year of basketball. If anybody watched the game last night, we're pretty damn good. So it's going to be a great year. The only reason why I do this is because I really believe that if we keep up the work, I if we keep up everything, we can get to 10,000 listens by the time football season comes around next year. We're almost to 5,000 as it is now. So if we just continue on that on that road, and if we just continue to, to go to the Patreon and support that, it'll help me dedicate more time to making a great podcast and pay attention to the great podcasts because this week at work has been super long and rough. I've been working 12 hours to 16 hours a day on some days, about two to three, probably about three days a week, 16-hour days. That takes a lot out of me. Now, if I don't have to do that, I can focus on the podcast. It would be freaking awesome. Um, I'm being honest with you guys. I could probably try and, you know, hide it or try and sound smooth or whatever, but I'm just going to be straight out honest with you guys. I love doing this podcast, and if I can focus more time of my life on the podcast, I will. I absolutely will because that is becoming my absolute passion. And I really like hanging out and talking to you guys. I really do. It has become really fun. Now, a few factors. I am not doing this podcast. I'm doing this podcast a little later because, one, let's face it, that was a rough loss to come back from. I am just now beginning to, you know... Listen to sports podcasts again. Like I couldn't watch or listen to anything ESPN related or, you know, like the Tony Kornheiser show, which I love. All these podcasts that I truly love, I couldn't listen to because if I had to listen to how Michigan fucking Michigan choked away that game or whatever, it was really going it, it was going to do me in. It was going to do my head in. I'll tell you that. So. Guys, go to the Michigan Maniac Podcast fan page. Check out what we're doing. Uh, I left a video. Uh, watch the video. Get an understanding of what's happening. And I really do. I think this is a bright future for us. I can't wait to see what goes on with this. Uh, we're. I, I think we're going to kick kick some serious butt. Now, on to football. Um, like I said, it took a while to get off just just to be able to focus again. On anything football related, especially to Michigan. I mean, it was rough. So, but I'll be honest. If you've listened to this podcast, you'll know. This, I've always said, was not the best team that Harbaugh was going to put forth yet. This is still not our best team. This was just the team that was supposed to be our trailblazing team. The one that was supposed to set the groundwork for every team coming after. So I guess they did a pretty good job. I don't know... I don't know what the hell that last game was, but we'll call it aber- we'll just call it an aberration, something wrong, something weird. I don't know. We'll just call it weird. Um, so moving forward, right? 
I am getting tired of hearing the fine bombs of the world or just the bandwagon jumpers or jumpers offers now that are saying that Harbaugh needs to be fired. That Harbaugh, we brought Harbaugh in here to win national championships. Yeah, okay, I get it. I think we really brought him in here just to turn the program around. How about he do that first before we start counting the national titles he's not winning? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we left him. It's not like we're in the Ohio State camp where we had sweater. Well, let's go over it. What, 40 years of John Cooper, which we dominated, thank God. But he was a great coach. He had over 100 wins with some less than 20 losses, I believe. He was no loser. He just lost to us. Uh, we had John Cooper, they, or they had John Cooper. Then, oh, gee, they handed over to Sweater Vest. That guy didn't lose much. He was crooked as hell, but he didn't lose much. And then, oh, Luke Fickle. Oh, they're one, they're one blemish on that whole coaching carousel. And then they bring in Urban Meyer. Tell me where that program was going to fall apart. They take their penis showing and they're recruiting and their program very seriously at Ohio State. I'll tell you that much right now. They're at the best at those two categories. Now us, we left our program to two fools. Absolute fools. So is it shocking? If I went to, let's say, a a booby hatch, a loony bin, you know, the nut farm, and grab two guys who are a little off the rocker and then ask them then to take care of a plant. Do you think that plant's going to live? Or do you think the plant after that's going to live? No. When you hire idiots to run your freaking department or your team, why we didn't do any different with Dave Brandon. Well, that guy can't even run toy stores, let alone we're going to let him run our football team you know what I mean like what are we doing and then finally we get Harbaugh and we hand him this big steaming pile of poo as a as a team and we say here you better win a national title in two years you better win it in four years because if you don't we're gonna be so angry that's ridiculous if you pay any attention to, you know what? That's fine. Let them all leave. That's burning the fat. We don't need those people. We don't need those fans on our side. Forget them. Why do we need those fans? Like they've done so much for us. I bet you they couldn't even name certain players on the team. Oh, I just like their helmets. They sound like me when I was eight years old. You know, it's cool to start liking them because of their helmets when you're young. But after that, when you're a grown person, you should learn Stuff about your team. So, with that being said, here's some examples. Okay. I know I posted this, but let's see if you guys remember. Dabo Sweeney took him eight seasons. Eight. Not four. Eight. To win his first national title. And ever since then, that, by the way, was in, uh, I don't know, two years ago. So ever since then, he's been in the playoff or around the playoff, but he has solid teams, and he's always in the top five in recruiting. He's building, he's building a program, okay? I think 
the morons and the national media get used to watching people like Saban, who has won five national titles, 2009, 2011, 2012, 2015, and 2017. Now, let me ask you something. Since the year 2000, we're going into 19 years of this by the time this playoff has been played. How many people have more? How many coaches have more than back-to-back national titles? How many? I'll give you a guess. Actually, guess all you want. Yep, two. That's it. Now, there have been programs that have more than two national titles and said 18 years, 19 years. But two coaches have had have done that. You've got... You got Saban with five, and you have Urban Meyer with three. Okay, three. Two with Florida, one with Ohio State. That's it, though. That's the list. You have LSU that won it in 2003 and 2007, two different coaches. You had FSU, same deal, two different coaches. I believe, unless it was Jimbo Fisher. But I don't think it was Jimbo in 2019. So you've got... Two different coaches. You got only four teams since 2000. Four schools since 2000 that have had more than two national titles or at two. And then there's, go ahead and figure, do the math. There's a ton left. I'll give you that. A ton. That is the mathematical reasoning and answer for what what we're dealing with. A ton of different coaches who have national titles since then. And we're getting on Harbaugh because after four years, he hasn't done it. Now, granted, this was supposed to be our year. We looked fantastic. I don't know what happened. I don't want to know what happened. I don't care because everything else is going to sound like an excuse. But all I know is Harbaugh will get rid of Pep Hamilton. Now, I'll start thinking less of Harbaugh if he keeps Pep Hamilton. He keeps that idiot. Why? Well, I guess he's not an idiot. I mean, he he did all right, but between twenty and lower, that guy has no clue what he's doing when it comes to passing or running or any type of play calling. Twenties to twenties, we do pretty damn great. But oh, we get to that twenty, boy. We we hold on to those. We hold on to the ball harder than my grandfather held on to nickels. We don't do nothing with it. We keep it away. Like if we don't score, that's going to give us points. That's how bad we are in the red zone. We are awful. Absolutely awful. And then I was going to go on here and say, hey, we should get Clint, Cliff Clint, Kingsbury. It's a weird name to say, all right? I sound, I don't, I can't say it. I just can't do it. Cliff Kingsbury. There we go. We should have got him. I don't know if it's a rumor. I try to look it up, but it sounds like, in principle, he signed with the USC Trojans. Yeah, we had a chance. I don't care if Harbaugh had to call his mom up and ask for her to call some plays in the bowl game. We should have got Kingsbury when we had the chance. I really do. I'm a big fan of that kid. I've watched him a ton coach at Texas Tech. And I'll tell you one thing Texas Tech never has problems in, the red zone. They can't play defense to save their life. That's what we've got, Don Brown. 
but they never get stopped in the red zone. I'll tell you that much. I've seen enough Big 12 games to know that they know exactly what to do in the red zone. So why don't you just go to any Big 12 uh, team and grab their, the next hottest, biggest uh, offensive coordinator? Because they never get stopped in the red zone. They, I think each team averages 55 points a game. I think that's what we should seriously do. I mean, and to be honest, okay, we have a slow backfield, I guess, a defensive backfield. I never thought we did, but apparently we do. Um, Brandon Watson, holy moly. Um, but there is hope. I mean, Dax Hill, like I said, Miles Sims, Amory Thomas. I mean, I'm going to keep saying these names so you guys will figure who uh, who these people are. These kids are going to be the see. These are going to be the kids who win the national title. These are the talented, fast kids that are going to make those plays. That's going to stop the Ohio States of the world and give us a chance against the Alabamas. That's what's going to happen with our recruiting classes getting better each and every year. We are becoming deeper and deeper. Okay, yeah, we might have a little, we might have a little taper off next year, but I still think it's going to come down. I've looked at the schedule, and I still think it's going to come down to uh, two, two, uh, two games really. It's always Michigan State. Let's just get that out there. Actually, I'll say four games. Okay, Michigan State, but we have them at home. It's going to come down to Penn State. We have to go there. So you know it's going to be another whiteout, and they're going to be yelling and screaming, and that, you know, uh, Key and Peel over there, the head coach, is going to be doing his thing with his little pom-poms. Um, Ohio State, which we have at home, and then Notre Dame, which we also have at home. So this is the absolute opposite, obviously, from la- from this year. So this is huge for us. This next year, we've got two bye weeks as well, which is kind of weird. But anyways, we don't start off with a hard team. We start off slow and we and we gradually get harder. Very good. That's what I like. Next year, I think we're going to have a chance. I still think it's going to come down to Ohio State, Michigan for the Big Ten. Um, I think Haskins is going to leave for the NFL. And I also think Urban Meyer is still not going to be at Ohio State, I, even though he, he worked our butts. I'm not. I'm still not getting off my prediction. I think this is his last year. Uh, he's out. So, with that being said, that'd be a great year to take him out. Uh, start a new tradition, you know, that kind of thing. I'm not giving up. I know it's just like we're so there. We're just so there. It's like, you know, I'm starting to feel the same way when I watched the Denver Broncos play the Super Bowl. I watched them get crushed three years in a row, just absolutely murdered. And then finally, a decade later, which is not going to be our problem, they finally win a Super Bowl. And I sat there and I couldn't believe it. You know, I couldn't believe that something like that was happening. And uh, it's going to happen. This is going to happen. We're going to beat Ohio State. We're going to win a national title. I don't know if it's next year, so everybody chill out. The ones that are clinging on to the bandwagon with their fingernails, chill out. We're going to get there, though. 
Give Harbaugh a chance to do this. Give Harbaugh a chance to figure this all out, okay? Let him get all the pieces. And This isn't the NFL where he could have just fired everybody, hired them all up, and then, and then through free agency fixed all his holes. All right, this is a yearly process. Okay, so, yeah, we should have probably got rid of Pep Hamilton last year, but I think everything was so weird between him and Drevno. I think Harbaugh was just worried about getting rid of one of them and then going with the one he thought. Because, I mean, if if you have a cancer and you think that you have the cancer and you fire him, um, you're not thinking that the other one's still a cancer. And that's what Pep Hamilton is. He's not really a cancer as a person. Just as an offensive coordinator, he stinks like poop. I mean, really, seriously, awful. Just bad awful. Like me going up to talk to women awful. Just the worst. Absolutely. I mean, I'm awful at it. But you give me time, though. It's like seepage. You know, I seep into their brain. I can, uh, you know, I'm much better that way over long periods of time. I can't do no, I'm not always closing on that one. Anyways, probably too much information at this point. But uh, nevertheless, a few good things have happened for us. Uh, well, not for us, but for our boys, right? Uh, Runyon and Higdon got first team all Big Ten, which was very exciting. I know Ruiz... Uh, Ruiz and uh, Bushel Beatty got third team, I believe. A Big Ten. I know Nico Collins got honorable mention, which is a shame. It's an that goes to show you that we didn't pass the ball enough this year. We didn't pass the ball enough this year because Nico Collins, the only bright spot offensively for the Michigan Wolverines in that Ohio State game. Didn't get third team. He got honorable mention. That, it's, it's disgusting. It makes you sick to your stomach. You know? Don, no, no, no respect for any of our wide receivers. I think uh, 84, I can, McKeon, McCune, whatever you want to name him. He, uh, you know, I think he got honorable mention or third team or second team maybe. I don't know. But Devin Bush, the main man, the guy I love, the dude, a monster, got defensive player, Big Ten defensive player of the year. That's freaking awesome. I am so happy about that. That is one of the great things I'm super proud of as a Michigan Wolverine fan, that that, that kid got recognized. Um, obviously... Uh, Rashawn Gary and uh, Winovich got first team defensive players, uh, all Big Ten. Um, Devin Bush, same thing. Uh, Long and uh, Hill both got it as well. I mean, these are things I'm going to post on the on the fan page so you guys can check that out. Um, yeah, I mean, we had bright spots. We really did. So that's why I think it was so hurtful to watch him lose like this. But so we've got things coming up. We're going to be better. We're going to be more focused. I, and you know what's heartbreaking is that Rashawn Gary's mom had to go on the on the radio to defend her son. Yeah, he didn't show up in this game. But he, if anything, changed helped change the culture of Michigan recruiting more than almost anybody. You can throw Jabril Peppers in there. Ain't him. 
Those are the two that have done more for Michigan recruiting than anybody. It gave people or young kids the permission to be like, yeah, they are good again. Oh, I can be good and go there. I, I won't be wasting my college career. And for her to have to go there and defend her son, what I would assume is local radio, is offensive and awful that a mother would have to do that, especially in the state in which her son plays for the best college in that state. It's awful. She should have never done it. or she Not that she shouldn't have done it because every great mother will, but she shouldn't have to. We should have come to his aid to use Support that kid. He's a great player. He's a great person. It's everything that you want. Every person you want to go to your school, you want them to be like Rashawn Gary. You know, like the Devin Bushes, like the Chase Winoviches. I would take those guys in a heartbeat over the uh, Bosas of the world. First of all, I never thought he was better. First of all, I didn't think he was better than his brother. Nick is nowhere near better than his brother. Uh, he proved it I don't know how many times. I think people just love Meyer so much that they're willing to look past what that kid's inefficiencies. He's nowhere near as close as his brother. Last year, Winovich and Mohurst outplayed him all year long, if you want to look him up. I mean, hey, any Ohio State, and I guess I do have Ohio State fans that listen to this podcast. Go figure. I had a bad one just out of pure principle, you know, the other day. But... It was an honor for him to say, at least I made him laugh. I know I'm a laugh whore. I get it. I'm a stand-up comedian as well. I love laughs. That's what I do. And I will get them if I can. And I don't care how awful sometimes the, the subject is, if I can get a laugh. That's where I'm flawed. So, um, yeah, okay, Ohio State fan out there, if you're listening, go ahead and check it out. Mohurst and Chase Winovich beat him out. I don't know how he won player of the year, but there we go. Um, I really think that's about what I'm going to cover today. I mean, oh, let's go over the bowl game real quick. Um, I don't know what bowl game we're going to get. And I was going to do some scenarios in which bowl games we'd get. Um, but they're so long, all the what-ifs. Like, it's ridiculous. If if Ohio State beats Northwestern by more than 10, but then doesn't get put into the playoff, Northwestern will go to the Rose Bowl, but yet then Ohio State will go here. And you're like, what? And then if Northwestern wins the Big Ten, Ohio State will go to the Orange, I mean, to the Rose Bowl, while Northwestern goes to this bowl. And this, you know, it's like, I mean, come on, enough already. So... I'll just give you a few possibilities, okay? The one that I'm really hoping we go to, just because I've grown up with it my whole life, is the Rose Bowl. Now that, you say, Adam, there's no way we can do that. And there's a small chance, apparently. Um, and, obviously, we'll either get Washington or Utah. I think they're both a great matchup for us. I don't really care who we get. Um, Browner is a lot like, or Browning is a lot like, uh, you know, uh, Number nine, the little guy from Penn State, but he's not as talented in my opinion. They've got a really great running game, super fast kids, so that could hurt us. But they have no real passing game to to mention, and their defense is good but not great. Um, Utah, who cares? Don't really care about what Utah has to bring. But they're they're decent, you know. What I mean, they've got a good running back. I think he got hurt, or their quarterback got hurt. Something got hurt. I don't know. 
Um, whenever these guys turn into an opponent that we're playing, I'll give a much better analysis of these teams. Um, so that's the Rose Bowl. Now, the other two, it's either the Peach or the Fiesta. I'm personally hoping for the Fiesta because that's in Arizona. I can go to that game. I can watch us hopefully win our 11th game of the season. Now, we'll go Peach. Possibilities of Peach. UCF, Florida. Then uh, maybe Washington State, LSU, Florida, or then uh, Oklahoma, I guess. Now, I tell you, I don't want anything to do with Oklahoma. After watching our defense play against Ohio State, I, I have zero faith in them anymore. Especially a team that can pass the ball as efficiently as Oklahoma. There's no way I trust Hill, Long, Watson, any of them. I don't trust one of them to cover anybody. I mean, they couldn't figure out a crossing pass, let alone now they're going to stop Oklahoma's 900 different uh, passing fronts they throw at them. Forget it. I don't want to lose 72 to 30 again. You know, no thank you. Um, I would, however, love to play UCF. Because they lost their starting quarterback to a pretty gruesome injury, which sucks. But still, um, I want to beat their butts. So this way, they understand what it means to play against the big boys. I don't care if it's us, but whoever plays UCF this year, I hope they whip their ass. Whip their ass bad, like we did back in 2016. By the way, which was the last time they played a real team, outside of a depressed Auburn um, in a bowl game. Now, doomsday scenario, we got the Citrus Bowl or the Holiday Bowl. God, if we go to those, that'll just be awful. But it's still a bowl. I mean, in the Citrus, you're looking at either Florida, Kentucky, A&M, or Mississippi State. I would love to play Miss. I don't know. Mississippi State can run, so we don't know. we don't know how to stop the run either. You know, for a number one team in the nation, we don't really know how to stop anything. So I don't know what we're going to do. And with Pep Hamilton calling the plays, I don't – see, I know I'm bagging on our team. I get it. But I think they deserve it a little bit. I really do. I'm, so, I'm not jumping off. I think Harbaugh is going to win a national title. I think we're on our way to doing something. But this was such a bad loss. I don't know if college kids get their head – out of their feelings enough to play the next game. I don't know how. I really don't because they lost to Florida State. They, I mean, they lost to South Carolina last South Carolina. I know, Dex, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but South Carolina, you know, we it was a field goal game until the end of until the second half. You know, it was ridiculous. Anyways, we don't beat South Carolina anyways. I think the last time we beat South Carolina, Dex, what was it, 1983? So, yeah, it's always, remember the clowny hit Trufant or whoever, Hemingway or whatever the heck that kid's name was. Him so hard his helmet flew and made a field goal on the opposite side of the field. Um, Yeah, you know, so whatever. I just have zero faith right now. I want to build up by the time the season starts next year. Um, But I still want to go watch our team play. 
I love them. I'm just angry right now. I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm fighting my feelings. I don't know what's going on. I feel like this is puberty all over again. I just have no idea. Should I laugh? Should I cry? Should I scream? What should I do? I don't know. You know, I was just talking to my phone like a gibbering idiot. So we'll just go with this. I want the Fiesta Bowl personally for my own selfish reasons. And I would like to play UCF. I would like to play UCF in the Fiesta Bowl. That's that's my that's my pick. Uh, if not, I wouldn't mind seeing us play. I don't know, pick them, Washington or Utah in the rows. I'm fine with either one. You know, uh, I however don't want to be in the Citrus or the Holiday Bowl. Holiday Bowl, seriously, that's where teams go with five with six wins. They go to the Holiday Bowl, not a not a ten and three team. It's disgusting. I don't want to go there. I don't want to do that. So, I don't know. But I really do hope that you guys go to the fan page when I post this video. I hope you go to the Patreon and support us. I'll do everything I can to make sure that that $5 a month is well earned. I want you guys to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it. I want to hit 10,000 wins. I mean 10,000 listens by the time by the time uh um, by the time the next football season starts. And if we do, if we get to 10,000 wins, I mean 10,000 wins, what am I talking about? 10,000 listens by football next year, I will have a special prize, a free prize for every single Patreon supporter, and then a raffle that I just pick somebody at large for the people who listen to all the free stuff. That's what I'm going to do. I'm a hat, a shirt, maybe both. I don't know. But it's going to be special. It's going to be fun. I'll come up with something. Guys, this has been a fantastic season. We have one more one more game left. Um, this is the only podcast I'll do this week. Uh, next week, I will, once we kind of see how everything's going, I'll, I'll give a breakdown of... What the playoff will look like, God willing, it has nothing to do with Ohio State. And I'll do that. I'll give an overall college football breakdown. All right? I'll give you that. Um, I'll do that, and then we'll start talking. Hopefully, we'll have some ideas on who, where we're going and who we'll be playing. So I promise to do that next week. Uh, that should be fun, actually. I look forward to that. Uh, but you guys have been amazing, like always. Thank you so much. Sean, thank you for all those ideas that, that you gave me the other day. Trust me, most of them I'm going to use, I believe. Uh, it's going to be awesome, dude. Uh, coming up soon, if you watch that video, a private Facebook group. Uh, it's all. Listen to the video. We'll get it all done. And always, and remember, guys, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It may hurt. But it's still great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And forever and always, go blue.